بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد Today then we're on the section where the author says وَقُلْ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقٍ كَلَامُ مَلِيكِنَا بِذَلِكَ دَانَ الْأَتْقِيَاءُ وَأَفْصَحُوا This section of the poem is going to talk about another aspect of the aqeedah of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah and it is about the belief in the Qur'an. We should highlight before beginning this section, those of you, a few of you have the books as well. Those who have the books, you have to be aware, we're not going to be reading the book line for line. We're not going to be reading the book even paragraph for paragraph. Last week, I think some people were trying to follow along line by line. We're not reading the book like that. You need to read the book yourselves. The section that we're covering, you need to read that section yourselves at home in advance. So for this week, everybody should have read the section about the Qur'an. Then when you come to class, we will go over that section, but without reading it line for line. Line for line, you need to read it at home yourselves, so that you are prepared in advance for the class, and you have an idea of what is going to be talked about in the class. So today, like we said, we are going to talk about the Qur'an and the belief of Ahlul Sunnah regarding the Qur'an. As an introduction, you can say that there are five main points, five main points that a believer needs to be aware of regarding the Qur'an. Firstly, what we're going to discuss here, the aqidah, that you must have the correct aqidah regarding the Qur'an. And we're going to discuss in a moment what the correct aqidah is. Secondly, the Qur'an is for recitation. A believer is supposed to recite the Qur'an, not abandon it and leave it and never open it or read it. But a believer is supposed to regularly read the Qur'an. So that is the second point. The third point, that you should memorize the Qur'an. The believer should strive to try and memorize as much as possible from the Qur'an. Fourthly, that you have to understand the Qur'an. You have to understand the meanings of the Qur'an. Understand what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is informing us of. And you can do that by reading the meanings of the translations, 
and also more detail can be gained from the books of tafsir so the fourth point is understanding the quran and the fifth point is acting upon the quran acting upon the quran what we have been commanded to do then you must implement that and what we have been forbidden from you must stay away from that so the fifth point is implementing what we learn in the quran so five overall points there firstly to have the correct aqeedah regarding the quran Secondly, to recite the Qur'an. Thirdly, to memorize the Qur'an. Fourthly, to understand the Qur'an. And fifthly, to act upon the Qur'an. Those five points are important points that a believer needs to remember when it comes to the Qur'an. Today in particular, we're going to be looking at some of the evidences regarding the aqeedah of Ahlul Sunnah regarding the Qur'an. So as Shaykh Al-Fawzan, Hafizahullah Ta'ala says, من عقيدة أهل السنة والجماعة من الصحابة والتابعين ومن تبعهم that from the aqeedah of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah and the companions and their students, the third generation, the Tabi'een, and those who followed them thereafter, Annahum la yashukkun bi anna al-Qur'ana kalamullahi haqiqatan. That they have no doubt that the Qur'an is the speech of Allah in reality. They have no doubt that the Qur'an is the speech of Allah in reality. تَكَلَّمَ اللَّهُ بِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى وَأَوْحَاهُ إِلَى جِبْرِيلَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ فَسَمِعَهُ جِبْرِيلُ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَنَزَلَ بِهِ إِلَى مُحَمَّدٍ صلى الله عليه وسلم Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke the Qur'an. It is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah spoke the Qur'an and revealed that to Jibreel alayhi salam. And Jibreel heard that from Allah. Jibreel heard the Qur'an from Allah. And then Jibreel went and taught the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَبَلَّغَهُ مُحَمَّدٌ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam إِلَى الْأُمَّةِ And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then spread that, conveyed that to all of the believers, to the Ummah. So the belief of Ahlul Sunnah is that the Qur'an is the speech of Allah. The Qur'an is the speech of Allah. Kalamullah. Ghayru makhluq. It is not created. The Qur'an is not one of the creations of Allah. The Qur'an is the actual speech of Allah. 
and the speech of Allah is not created. The speech of Allah is from the attributes of Allah, from the sifat. So the Quran is kalamullah. It is the speech of Allah which has been revealed to us. Munazzalun ghayru makhluq. It is revealed to us and it is not created because Allah spoke the Quran and Jibreel alayhi salam heard that from Allah and then he came and taught the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he taught the Ummah and there are other narrations which prove that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala generally speaks with the revelation and that the angels hear Allah they hear when that revelation is being said and they fall in prostration when they hear the revelation from Allah and they fall unconscious even when they hear the revelation from Allah and then when Jibreel alayhi salam awakens and he goes through the different heavens, then all of the angels that are in that heaven, in every heaven, in all of the samawat, they say to Jibreel, Mada qala rabbukum? What did your Lord say? And Jibreel tells them, qala al-haq wa huwa al-aliyul kabir. That he spoke the truth and he is the most high and the greatest. So the angels, they hear that revelation when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks with that revelation. In one of the narrations it mentions that they beat their wings. They strike their wings in submission, in humility and submission before their Lord when they hear Allah speak with the revelation and it mentions that the sound is like that of a chain being dragged across a rock a chain being dragged across a smooth rock and the noise that it makes this noise comparison or example has been given of when the angels they strike their wings or of the sound that they hear Generally, when the revelation, they hear it. So the angels, they hear. They hear the revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as is the case with the Qur'an. Allah spoke the Qur'an. Jibreel alayhi salam heard that from Allah. Heard it from Allah. And then he came and taught it to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And that's why you see those other narrations about the mustariq al-sam'a. Those shayateen who climb on top of each other's backs until they reach the heavens so they can try to eavesdrop. They can try to eavesdrop. Meaning they can try to steal some information from the revelation which has been mentioned and that the angels are mentioning, sometimes they manage to hear something, and the shaitan at the top, he passes it on to the one below him, and he passes it on to the one below him, 
and to below him, below him, until the last one on the ground brings that information to who? To the magicians and the fortune tellers, to the sahir and to the kahin, and then they take that information and mix it with a hundred lies, with many lies. And then they spread that to the people. And when the people hear all of that information, everything is a lie. None of it comes true except one thing which was stolen from the eavesdropping from the heavens. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks with the revelation. And the angels, they hear the Qur'an was spoken by Allah with a sound. And it was heard by Jibreel alayhi salam. And he then came and conveyed it to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam then disseminated and conveyed that knowledge to the people. In uh, the Quran, it is mentioned, وَإِنَّهُ لَتَنزِيلُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ <laughs> That it is the revelation from the Lord of all that exists. أَيْ تَكَلَّمَ بِهِ وَنَزَلَ مِنْ عِنْدِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى Meaning that Allah spoke it and it was revealed from Him. نَزَلَ بِهِ الرُّوحُ الْأَمِينَ The trustworthy one brings it down. وَهُوَ جِبْرِيلُ الْمُوَكَّلُ بِالْوَحِي The trustworthy one who brings down that revelation, Jibreel alayhi salam. عَلَى قَلْبِكَ لِتَكُونَ مِنَ الْمُنْذِرِينَ Upon your heart so that you may be from the warners. هَذَا خِطَابٌ لِلرَّسُولِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ بِأَنَّهُ تَلَقَّاهُ عَنْ جِبْرِيلِ So that is addressing the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that this revelation comes upon your heart from Jibreel, from Allah and that you may then be from the warners بِلِسَانٍ عَرَبِيٍّ مُبِينٍ in the clear and eloquent Arabic language so these ayat, they speak about the revelation of the Qur'an coming from Allah. Allah spoke it and Jibreel heard it. And then he came and conveyed it to the Prophet ﷺ. In other ayat, it mentions as well, إِنَّهُ لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ Jibreel ﷺ That it is the statement of the noble messenger, here talking about Jibreel alayhi salam, ذِي قُوَّةٍ عِنْدَ ذِي الْعَرْشِ And that is talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from Allah. ذِي الْعَرْشِ مَكِينَ And again this is Jibreel alayhi salam, أَعَطَاهُ اللَّهُ قُوَّةً وَأَعَطَاهُ اللَّهُ مَكَانًا وَقُرْبًا مِنْهُ جَلَّ وَعَلَى So these ayat again are talking about that revelation coming from Allah to Jibreel alayhi salam. And then he comes and conveys that to the messenger. And there are other examples and other ayat which speak about this same affair. For example, when Allah says, وَمَا صَاحِبُكُمْ يعني Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم بمجنون 
that your companion is not someone who has lost his mental faculties because the mushrikun they were claiming he has gone crazy and he doesn't know what he's talking about he's a madman meaning the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam they were saying it about and so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed that your companion meaning muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is not a madman and then the ayat they continue and they mention about that revelation so all of these are examples all of these are examples in the quran where ayat are talking about the revelation of the quran from allah that's why in the poem ibn abi daud had said waqul and say غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقٍ كَلَامُ مَلِيكِنَا That it is not created, the speech of our Lord, بِذَلِكَ دَانَ الْأَتْقِيَاءُ وَأَفْصَحُ That is the religion of the atqiya, those who are upon taqwa, those who are upon the righteousness and goodness and uprightness, following the guidance, that is their belief and that is their position. That the Qur'an is not created. We know that there are some people of innovation. Some people of innovation, people of bid'ah, they say that the Qur'an is created. And that is false. The Qur'an is the speech of Allah. You cannot say the speech of Allah is created. That is the speech of Allah, an attribute of Allah. Sifatullah, kalamullah. So you cannot say the Qur'an is created. Other people of innovation, they don't want to accept that Allah speaks. They don't want to accept that Allah spoke the Qur'an and that Jibreel heard that from Allah. They don't want to accept that. So they make up other explanations that have no proof or evidence anywhere. For example, the Ash'a'irah يَقُولُونَ إِنَّهُ مَكْتُوبٌ فِي اللَّوْحِ الْمَحْفُوظِ They say the Qur'an, it is written in the preserved tablet. And it is or not? It is. It is written in the preserved tablet. So they say, وَإِنَّ جِبْرِيلَ أَخَذَهُ مِنَ اللَّوْحِ الْمَحْفُوظِ Meaning Jibreel didn't hear it from Allah. Allah didn't speak the Qur'an. They don't want to accept that Allah spoke the Qur'an. So they say, no, Allah never spoke the Qur'an and Jibreel never heard it from Allah. Jibreel just went and got it from the preserved tablet, learnt it from there, memorized it, and took it and taught the Prophet But that is incorrect and that is false. هَذَا قَوْلٌ بَاطِلٌ فَإِنَّ جِبْرِيلَ لَمْ يَأْخُذْهُ عَنِ اللَّوْحِ الْمَحْفُوظِ وَإِنَّمَا أَخَذَهُ عَنِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلُ So even though the Qur'an is in Al-Lawh Al-Mahfuz, it is in the preserved tablet, but there is no evidence that Jibreel didn't hear it from Allah. He went and took it from the preserved tablet. They just make that up because they don't want to accept that Allah spoke the Qur'an. So that is an incorrect belief that they hold, an incorrect belief uh, that they hold, which is that the Qur'an was only taken from the preserved tablet, 
and it was not from the speech of Allah. Rather, the Quran is from the speech of Allah, just like all of the previous books are from the speech of Allah. وَسَائِرُ الْكُتُبِ الْمُنَزَّلَةِ عَلَى الْأَنْبِيَاءِ كُلُّهَا كَلَامُ اللَّهِ جَلَّ وَعَلَى وَمِنْهَا الْقُرْآنُ الْكَرِيمُ All of the books that were revealed, all of the revelations that came, all of them are the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from amongst them, the final one of them and the greatest one of them, of course, is the Qur'an. وَالَّذِي وَمِنْهَا الْقُرْآنُ الْكَرِيمِ الَّذِي هُوَ أَعْظَمُهَا الَّذِي جَعَلَهُ اللَّهُ مُهَيْمِنًا عَلَيْهَا The Qur'an which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made as the overriding one over all of them. The Qur'an is the overriding one. It is the final revelation that overrides the previous revelations. فَهُوَ كَلَامُهُ جَلَّ وَعَلَى حَقِيقَةً لَا مَجَازًا مُنَزَّلٌ مِنْهُ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقٌ وَهَذَا مَذْهَبُ أَهْلِ سُنَّةِ وَالْجَمَاعَةِ وَيَصَرِّحُونَ بِهَذَا So therefore, the Qur'an, it is the speech of Allah in reality, not just some example or parable or simile or metaphor. It is حَقِيقَةً لَا مَجَازًا and it is revealed from Allah and it is not created. This is the belief of Ahlul Sunnah regarding the Quran. And the Muslims at the time of the companions did not have any doubt about this. They did not have any doubt about this. Innama lamma zaharatil jahmiyyah. وَقَالُوا الْقُرْآنُ مَخْلُوقُ وَكَذَلِكَ لَمَّا ظَهَرَتِ الْمَعْتَزِلَةِ وَالْعَشَاعِرَةِ وَمُشْتَقَّاتُهُمْ رَدَّ عَلَيْهِمْ أَهْلُ سُنَّةِ وَبَيَّنُوا أَنَّ الْقُرْآنَ مُنَزَّلٌ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقُ إِبْطَالًا لِقَوْلِهِمْ So at the beginning, at the time of the companions, there was no doubt at all that the Qur'an is the speech of Allah, it is not created. However, afterwards, when the groups of innovation began to appear, like the Jahmiya, one of the groups of innovation, the Jahmiya, and they began to say that the Qur'an is created. And when the Mu'tazila came and the Asha'ira, these were all groups from the people of innovation and deviation from the early times, they began to say things that opposed the Aqeedah of Ahlul Sunnah regarding the Qur'an, so then Ahlul Sunnah refuted them, refuted them and clarified the true belief that the Qur'an is revealed from Allah, it is not created. لِأَنَّهُ إِذَا قِيلَ إِنَّ الْقُرْآنَ مَخْلُوقٌ فَمَعْنَاهُ أَنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَتَكَلَّمُ وَالَّذِي لَا يَتَكَلَّمُ لَا يَكُنُ إِلَهًا because if they try to claim that the Qur'an is created, one of the reasons is because they want to reject that Allah speaks. They want to reject that Allah speaks. And you know the people of innovation, Ahlul Bid'ah, you have two main sides. The people of innovation, 
the misguided people, they were two main categories. One were known as the Mu'attilah, the ones who reject the names or attributes of Allah. The other side are the Mushabbiha, the ones who affirm, but they make comparison between Allah and creation. So some of them, the Mu'attilah, they had ideas in their head which were misguided. They said, if we say that Allah speaks, then that means we're going to be comparing Allah to us. So we must reject that Allah speaks so we can be safe and we are not comparing Allah to creation. But the problem with that is if you begin to reject the names or the attributes of Allah because you fear that if you affirm them you're going to be making a resemblance to creation, then that shows their misunderstanding of aqidah. Because we know you can affirm the attributes of Allah without being any comparison or any resemblance or tashbih or tamfil to creation. And the evidence, لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ That there is nothing like Allah, but He is the all-hearing, the all-seeing. So you have the nafi and then you have the ifbat. The, the, the nafi, the negation, there is nothing comparable to Allah. There is no equal or resemblance to Allah, no comparison. But you must affirm the attributes. He is the all-hearing, the all-seeing, the one who hears, the one who sees. So you affirm the names and attributes, but you do not have any comparison. So they made a mistake thinking that if we affirm Allah speaks, then we're comparing Him to ourselves and we are not. Allah speaks as is befitting of the majesty of Allah, as is befitting and suitable and appropriate to the majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and there is no resemblance or uh, a comparison to creation. So when these types of people started to appear and they had these different types of reasons, they began to reject that Allah speaks. And so they began to reject that Allah spoke the Qur'an. And they began to say the Qur'an is created. But we know that this is incorrect. And that the Qur'an was actually not created. And that it is actually the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this was a big fitna which happened at the time of Imam Ahmad when these groups of innovation and deviation began spreading this aqidah to the people that the Qur'an is created and the scholars of Ahlul Sunnah, some of them were killed, some of them were beaten, some of them were thrown into prison if they had the belief that the Qur'an is actually not created. The people of innovation wanted them to say that the Qur'an is created. Some of them refused, so they were beaten up and they were thrown in prison. It's mentioned about one of the Salaf, when they came to him and they said, what do you say? He said, look, 
the Torah, the Zabur, the Injil, the Quran, all of these are created. So he agreed with them or disagreed? He was one of the scholars of Ahlul Sunnah. And when they came to him, they had already beaten up other ones, they had already thrown them in prison because they weren't saying it. So when they came to him, he said, okay, look, the Zabur, the Torah, the Injil, the Quran, all of those are the books of Allah. He said, all of them are created. All of these are created, he said. So did he agree with them or not? He looked like he agreed with them. But the scholars have mentioned what he actually meant. He said to them, the Zabur, the Torah, the Injil, the Quran, all of these are created. Meaning my four fingers are created. My four fingers, they are all created. كل هذه مخلوقة. That's what he said. The Zabur, the Torah, the Injil, the Quran, كل هذه مخلوقة. He meant his fingers. He didn't mean the books. He didn't mean the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there was a difficult time and some of the scholars, they outright refused even to do something like that. They refused. And so they were beaten and they were thrown into prison. And a big fitna happened for a long time until eventually uh, a new ruler came and then that uh, aqidah was stopped and that fitna came to an end. Falhasil, the shaykh says, in conclusion then, أَنَّ الَّذِي لَا يَتَكَلَّمُ لَا يَصْلُحُ لِلْرُبُوبِيَّ وَالْإِلَاهِيَّ Here, the people of innovation want to reject that Allah spoke and speaks the Qur'an, or speaks generally. That therefore means that this is like those false deities that the mushrikun used to worship at the time of Ibrahim Those statues and idols, could they speak? No, so if you can't speak, you cannot possibly be the one deserving of worship. So the one who cannot speak cannot possibly be deserving of worship. How can somebody or how can he command and prohibit and control and organize the affairs if he does not speak? هذا تعجيز لله عز وجل والله جل وعلا يقول قل لو كان البحر مدادا لكلمات ربي لنفد البحر قبل أن تنفد كلمات ربي So to claim that Allah doesn't speak this is claiming a weakness upon Allah and Allah does not have any weakness or deficiency rather Allah actually said in the Quran say that if the ocean, all of the sea, if that was ink for the words of my Lord, then the ocean would run out, but the words of my Lord would not run out. You know, when you have like a fountain pen and you put the ink in it, and then you write and it runs out, then you have to put more ink in it and it runs out. The example is saying, imagine the ocean was all of the ink. Imagine using that much, but still the ocean would run out and the words of Allah would not run out. And so this shows the incorrect belief of the Jahmiyyah and those individuals like them 
who claimed that the Qur'an is created. And there are many people these days as well, they have a misunderstanding about these issues. They don't really know how to explain them. They fall into error and confusion about them. But these topics of aqeedah must be understood clearly one by one. And the main point there is that the Qur'an is not created. There is another issue sometimes they mention about Imam al-Bukhari that he said, Lafzi bil Qur'ani makhluq. That my statement when I recite the Qur'an, when you recite the Qur'an, is it created or not? Qur'an is not created. When you recite the Qur'an then, is that created now or not? When you recite your recitation. Recitation is created. So then you, you say, Lafzi bil Qur'ani makhluq. Anyone else? Huh? It's still the speech of Allah, so it's not created. So you say it's not created? Both created, not created, huh? Mm. So when you recite the Qur'an, your voice... Is that created or not? Your vocal cords, your voice, it's created. But the words you are reciting, the words, they are not created. The words are the words of Allah. They are not created. Your voice and your sound is created. But the words, that is kalamullah. And that is not created. Then the author says, وَلَا تَكُ فِي الْقُرْآنِ بِالْوَقْفِ قَائِلًا كَمَا قَالَ أَتْبَاعٌ لِجَهْمٍ وَأَسْجِحُوا He says, do not take a position about the Qur'an where you say you are going to sit on the fence. What does that mean? Somebody says to you, is the Qur'an created or not created? What does it mean if you say you're going to sit on the fence? That is like both. You're not going to take any position. Meaning don't take a position as we say, sitting on the fence. Somebody might say, okay, look, I'm not going to get involved. I don't know this. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not going to say anything. It's created. Maybe, maybe not. It's not created. Maybe, maybe not. A person might think that's a safe way to go. But the reality is no. You cannot do that. قَوْلٌ نَاظِمِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَلَا تَكُوا فِي الْقُرْآنِ بِالْوَقْفِ قَائِلًا مِنَ الْجَهْمِيَّةِ مَنْ يُصَرِّحُ بِأَنَّ الْقُرْآنَ مَخْلُوقٌ وَهُمْ رُؤُوسُ الْجَهْمِيَّةِ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يَقُولُ أَنَا لَا أَقُولُ مَخْلُوقٌ أَوْ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقٌ بَلْ أَتَوَقَّفْ There are some from the people of innovation outright Straight out, they said the Qur'an is created. But then there were others, they said, look, I don't say it's created or not created. I'm not saying either way. 
They are taking a position sitting on the fence. And the Shaykh says here, Shaykh Al-Fawzan, هذا شيطان أخرس لأنه إذا توقف توهم الناس أن القرآن مخلوق فلا بد من البيان فإذا قالوا مخلوق فلا تتوقف لأن معنى ذلك أنك تؤيدهم ولكنك لا تصرح فلا يجوز التوقف في هذا You cannot take this kind of position I'm on the fence, I'm not saying this, I'm not saying that because when the people of innovation come and they say that the Quran is created, what do you think? You can't just say, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, because that's in a way helping them. You, have, you cannot help them. You cannot help the false aqeedah. You must tell them straight. No, my position is that the Quran is not created. You cannot say, I'm sitting on the fence, I don't know, maybe not, maybe yes, maybe no. You have to tell them the correct aqeedah of Ahlul Sunnah. No, the Quran is not created. فَلَا بُدَّ مِنَ الْبَيَانِ You have to clarify that you cannot be silent. وَهَذَا مَذْهَبُ الْوَاقِفَةِ الَّذِينَ لَا يَقُولُونَ مَخْلُوقٌ أَوْ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقٌ وَهَذَا مَعْنَاهُ كِتْمَانِ بَيَانِ الْحَقِّ وَيَعْطِ احْتِمَالًا لِقَوْلِ الْجَهْمِيَّ أَنَّهُ صَحِيحٌ حَيْثُ لَمْ يُرَدْ وَلَمْ يُفْضَحْ وَلَمْ يُكْشَفْ So if you take this kind of position sitting on the fence, then there's a possibility that you people could understand that maybe you agree with those who say the Qur'an is created because you're not telling them you're sitting on the fence. So it could be maybe understood or perceived that maybe you do agree with them that the Qur'an is created because you're not being clear. So you have to be clear and clarify and refute that wrong position and tell them that the Qur'an is not created. It is the speech of Allah. فَالَّذِي يَشُكُّ فِي أَنَّ الْقُرْآنَ هَلْ هُوَ مَخْلُوقٌ أَوْ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقٌ وَيَتَوَقَّفْ هَذَا جَهْمِيٌّ A Shaykh Al-Fawzan says, if you take that kind of position sitting on the fence, then you are considered from the people of innovation with them you can't just say i'll keep myself safe i won't say anything on this issue if you do that then you're considered to be with them if you were not with the position of the innovators then you would clearly just say no the quran is not created the fact that you are i don't know maybe this maybe that then it shows you got some doubts about maybe the quran is created and that maybe you are with them. وَهَذَا فِي الْحَقِيقَةِ أَخْبَثُ مِنَ الْجَهْمِيَّةِ The person who says he's sitting on the fence is in reality worse than the one who just says straight out that the Qur'an is created. Because at least the ones who say it straight out, you know their clear position and that they are innovators. But the person who sits on the fence, he causes confusion and ambiguity. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Maybe he believes Ahlul Sunnah, maybe he believes the innovators. That's an even worse position to be in. لأنهم, uh, 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 الحقيقة, الجهمية, the Jahmiyyah, they were clear that they believe the Quran is created, so their position was known. أَمَّا هَذَا As for this one, 
فهو يخدع الناس في أنه متورع ولا يقدر على القول بهذا الأمر But as for this type of person who pretends to be pious that no I don't want to get involved in this I don't know this I don't know that then the reality is he is considered to be upon the false belief you cannot take a position of sitting on the fence on these affairs of aqidah you must take the aqidah of ahlus sunnah the truth kama qala atba'un li jahmin wa asjahu faj'alahum min atba'il jahmiyyah لأنهم لو لم يكونوا من أتباع الجهمية لما توقفوا بل يردون عليهم ويصرحون بذلك وكأن الجهمية لما رأوا أن الناس لا يوافقونهم على قولهم لجأوا إلى هذه الحيلة ليستروا بها باطلهم ولهذا لما سئل الإمام أحمد عن التوقف قال لو كان هذا قبل أن تقول الجهمية ما قالت كنا نتوقف أما بعدها أما بعدما قالوا قولتهم الشنيعة فلا بد من التصريح ببطلانها وردها So the Jahmiya it appears that maybe when they started to realize that people aren't following their belief when that belief started to become weak then they took this devious position of pretending I don't know, I'm not sure, created, not created, because they didn't want to accept the belief of Ahl Sunnah that it's not created. So they took this ambiguous approach to try and conceal their misguidance. Uh, so, and then at the end, وَأَسْجَحُوا الْإِسْجَاحُ هُوَ التَّسَاهُ الْوَلِّينَ يَعْنِي تَسَاهَلُوا كَمَا قَالَ أَتْبَاعٌ لِجَهْمٍ وَتَسَاهَلُوا so those followers of the Jahmiya who took this position on the fence, they were very loose in their aqidah, very loose in their aqidah. وَأَسْجَحُوا And then, وَلَا تَقُلِ الْقُرْآنُ خَلْقًا قِرَاءَةً فَإِنَّ كَلَامَ اللَّهِ بِاللَّفْظِ يُوضَحُ And do not say that the Qur'an is created when you read it. For indeed the speech of Allah is clarified through the words. And this is what we were talking about before. About when you read the Quran, is it created or not? Your voice is created, but the words are the words of Allah. They say, As-sawtu, sawtul qari' wal-kalamu, kalamul bari' that the voice is the voice of the reciter, but the speech, the words, are the words of the creator. The recitation is of the reciter, but the words are of the creator. So here the Shaykh says, فَهَذَا مَذْهَبٌ ثَالِثٌ فِي هَذِهِ الْمَسْأَلَةِ المذهب الأول التصريح بأن القرآن مخلوق The first deviated opinion was that the Quran is created The Jahmiya said that The second position was التوقف المذهب الثاني فلا يقال مخلوق أو غير مخلوق The second position some people they took was sitting on the fence Neither created, not created The third Issue here now, the third position 
القول الثالث يقولون اللفظ بالقرآن مخلوق فيقول قائلهم لفظي بالقرآن مخلوق The third position is when they say that my speech with the Quran is created فيقول قائلهم لفظي بالقرآن مخلوق So one of them they will say that my speech with the Quran is created like him لفظي بالقرآن مخلوق But هذا في الحقيقة احتيال على القول بخلق القرآن But those who made that kind of statement it is only another form of deception to try and say that the Quran is created فلا يجوز لك أن تقول لفظي بالقرآن مخلوق ولا يجوز لك أن تقول غير مخلوق بل لا بد من التفصيل So you can't say لفظي بالقرآن مخلوق and neither can you say غير مخلوق that my statement or recitation of the Quran is created you can't say that my recitation of the Quran is not created you can't say that what do you say then? you have to explain إن قلت لفظي بالقرآن مخلوق ولم تفصل فهذا مذهب الجهمية if you just say that my recitation of the Quran is created then that would be the same as the Jahmiya claiming the Quran is created وَإِنْ قُلْتَ لَفْضِي بِالْقُرْآنِ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقِ فَهَذَا أَيْضًا تَأْيِيدٌ لِقَوْلِ الْجَهْمِيَّةِ لِأَنَّكَ إِذَا قُلْتَ لَفْضِي بِالْقُرْآنِ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقِ فَأَنْتَ أَدْخَلْتَ أَفْعَالَكَ مَعَ أَفْعَالِ اللَّهِ وَجَعَلْتَ فِعْلَكَ غَيْرَ مَخْلُوقِ وهذا مذهب القدرية الذين ينفون القدر ويجعلون العبادهم الذين يبتكرون أفعالهم ويخلقونها Even if you say that my recitation of the Quran is not created then even that would be a deviation for a different reason because then you are claiming your actions are not created you're claiming your actions are not created we already said your voice is Created, but if you say my recitation is not created, that includes your voice. So it's as if you're saying that your actions are together with the actions of Allah. It's another form of deviation, the Qadariya. We'll get to that later. So you can't say either of those. What can you say then? فَلَا بُدَّ مِنَ التَّفْصِيلِ بِأَن تَقُولَ ماذا تريد بقولك لفظي بالقرآن؟ هل تريد التلفظ والصوت أو تريد الملفوظ به؟ When somebody says your recitation of the Quran is that created or not, you have to ask them what do you mean by my recitation? Do you mean my voice or do you mean the words? فإن كنت تريد الملفوظ به فهو غير مخلوق if you intend the words, then they are not created. But if you intend my voice and my tongue and my sound, then all of that is created. وَلَكِنَّ الْمَلْفُوظَ بِهِ الْمُؤَدَّى بِاللَّفْضِ هَذَا غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقِ So your voice and your vocal cords and everything is created. 
But the words that you then pronounce, those words are the words of Allah. They are not created. Your sound and your tongue and your voice is created. فَهُمْ يُرِيدُونَ الْإِجْمَالِ بِأَنْ تَقُولْ لَفْظِي بِالْقُرْآنِ مَخْلُوقٍ أَوْ تَقُولْ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقٍ فَيَدْخُلُونَ مِنْ هَذِهِ الْحِيلَةِ so the people who take this third kind of position and say that my recitation is created, they want to use that general statement to try and really get to the position of saying that the Qur'an is created because they mean your speech, the words are also created. So you have to be very careful and explain the details in that third section. So. نقول لهم لا بد من التفصيل فإن كنتم تريدون التلفظ بالصوت فهذا مخلوق وإن كنتم تريدون الملفوظ به والمتلو فإنه كلام الله غير مخلوق ولهذا جاء في الحديث زينوا القرآن بأصواتكم فيطلب من القارئ أن يحسن صوته بالقرآن وكان صلى الله عليه وسلم يعجبه الصوت الحسن بالقرآن كان يستمع إلى أبي موسى الأشعري رضي الله عنه وهو يصلي بالليل لأن الله أعطاه صوتا حسنا فكان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يتسمع له وأمر عبد الله ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه أن يقرأ عليه وهو يسمع وقال إني أحب أن أسمعه من غيري فقرأ عليه أول سورة النساء فهو صلى الله عليه وسلم يحب الصوت الحسن بالقرآن والصوت الحسن نعمة من الله عز وجل. So you have to clarify to these third group of people, my voice is created, the words are not. Because your voice, your voice is created and it is from the sunnah to recite the Quran in the good manner, in the beautiful manner, not singing. Some people they confuse this issue. Some people they start like singing the Quran. Not about singing the Quran like they sing some of these nasheeds, uh, uh, the nasheeds that you listen to, and they start reciting the Quran like that, like it's a song. Not like that. But you recite it with a beautiful voice and you recite the words and everything in a nice way. And that is something good in the narration. It says, beautify the Quran with your voices to recite it in a good way. And the Prophet ﷺ used to like listening to the recitation of some of the companions. He used to like listening to the recitation of Abu Musa al-Ash'ari. And he also requested from Abdullah ibn Mas'ud to recite. And he used to say, I like to listen to the Qur'an from other people. I like to listen to it from someone else reciting it as well. So that is okay and that is good. Your voice is created. But the words are the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the summary of the aqeedah of Ahl-Sunnah regarding the Qur'an. Any questions on that then? The angels, they are in the heavens. They are in the heavens, they are the inhabitants of the heavens. And it's mentioned about the revelation when it is said by Allah that they fall unconscious and uh, they are aware and they hear that revelation. And they are from the inhabitants of the heavens. So it would be assumed, yes, that they are there, the inhabitants of the heavens. They hear Allah, they see Allah. They are from the inhabitants of the heavens, as they say. 
اهل السماوات but as for us do we see Allah that is actually next week's topic next week's topic is going to be about whether we can see Allah or not and that's going to be discussed with all of the details and the evidences next week can we see Allah or not huh? Who? One of them, I forgot which one now, Yahya ibn Ma'in or maybe was, uh, ibn Uyayna, one of them. I don't remember exactly which one. Anybody remember? About the four fingers, who said it? Homework, that's your homework, I forgot. I th- maybe you could be right, Yahya ibn Ma'in or one of them, I forgot who. But your homework, go and check. Go and check and find out who is that statement from about the uh, uh, creating of the fingers. Anybody else? Hmm? Which part? How do you mean? This is a bit... Um, this is al but you are going a bit high now. <laughs> there are parts of the Qur'an about can the Qur'an be mansukh? Can there be certain ayat of the Qur'an that were revealed, but then they were abrogated? Scholars have mentioned, yes. There are certain ones that were revealed, but then they were abrogated. But uh, that is, it's, uh, the discussion is not here. That is a more detailed discussion. It's possible it occurred. That is, yes, that it occurred. It occurred. Hmm. I forgot the examples now. There are some examples mentioned. Hmm? I don't know about that. Those kinds of versions, I don't know about that. The Mus'haf of uh, different companions. The Mus'haf originally was written, uh, compiled in the house of Abu Bakr, radiyallahu anhu. Then in the house of Umar ibn Khattab, and he made the copies and he sent them to the different places. And he told them to uh, burn all the other copies and keep this version. So even if there were versions after the time of Umar ibn Khattab, he uh, made that one version and he spread that six copies to Sham and to Mecca and to different places. And that was the version that was kept. Mm. I don't know, Allah. Anybody else? All right, we'll conclude. And next week we're going to start on the topic of whether you can see Allah or not, inshaAllah.